Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 358. Uh, excited to be able to do this episode with you. And I am currently getting ready to pull out of parking lot and head home. But I wanted to start out actually with you guys um, and talk briefly on a subject that I actually delivered. I'm going to go back to my subject of, you know, let the blessing do the work. Uh, I'm going to go back to that series uh, here because I've got about, I think about uh, either two or three more installments on that. And then I believe I'm going to do another series actually on uh, kingdom uh, economics or kingdom finance. Uh, I really do. I'm getting a lot out of some things right now uh, that I'm reading and I really do want to uh, dive back into that topic uh, with you guys. But uh, I want to talk to you guys briefly. I've done this actual topic before. I've done this um, actual verse before, but I delivered it uh, this a couple weeks ago. And in Honduras, whenever I was on the mission trip with the football team, and I took notes on it, and I just want to go back through it uh, one more time with you guys, uh, because I think it's impactful. It impacted me as actually whenever I was uh, giving the message, and uh, you know I had a lot of good feedback from it. Uh, but I want to, I just want to go back onto this uh, real quick again. Okay, um, so let's go. Let's go. Actually, here we go, guys. Second uh, uh, Chronicles chapter twenty-six, verse five. Right, says he set himself. We're talking about King Uzziah. We're talking about one of the um, the king of uh, Judah, all right? Not the northern king, which was obviously uh, the kings uh, kings of Israel, but this is the southern kingdom. And this king uh, actually had a right. He took over whenever he was sixteen years old, and he reigned fifty-two years. Now he did not have a good ending to his reign, but I'm not going to highlight that. I want to highlight. Uh, this right here. Okay, so let's go back to this, okay? Um, he set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of the Lord. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Okay, so golly, wow, this is so good right here, um, gang. Um, I want to talk about focus, all right? Um, we, at the mission trip that we just did, let me get a quick uh, swig of this body armor here. Hang on. All right, peach mango is dynamite. I think the orange mango or whatever it is is, is better, but <laughs> regardless, that's okay. All right, so here we go. Men 
fail because of broken focus. Men fail because of broken focus. I remember that statement being said to me by a great man of God. Um, his name is, um, is, uh, goodness, I'm in a parking lot and this dude doesn't know where he's going. I don't know if he knows how to drive a stick. I think that might be the case. Uh, I think it's anyway, but, uh, men fail because of broken focus. I remember that statement being said and, you know, I like to make things simple. I like to try to keep things as simple as possible. And I remember when this uh, scripture verse was read to me or was quoted to me by Pastor Jensen Franklin. And he really wasn't even, he wasn't even talking about this, uh, um, this actual, uh, what, how to say it. He wasn't even, he wasn't focused on this, this scripture. He just happened to be reminiscing about some messages that he had preached on many years ago. And um, he, he hit on this one scripture that as long as King Uzziah sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. I believe every single one of us want to prosper. I believe every single one of us wants to be successful. I believe everyone, every single one of us wants to uh, be significant. Okay? And... <clears throat> <clears throat> because we have this desire inside of us. And I believe God put the, that desire inside of us. <clears throat> I believe that God put it in there so that, you know, we would want to be um, doing better, that we just don't want to sit sit around on our laurels and just, you know, sing kumbaya and so forth. But I feel like that we want to do better in this world. I feel like we always want to be moving forward, okay? <clears throat> um, you know, there's, there's no, as a little side tangent, you know, people sit there and say in America, hey, I want to retire. Uh, I want to, I want to retire. And, you know, isn't it interesting that majority of men, especially men, you know, once they retire, a lot of their, a lot of men statistically pass away actually when they retire. Well, it's because they don't put their hand to anything. You know, I, I know this gentleman right now, um, great, great guy, great man of God. And he's he's kind of in that age where that, you know, he could step away from from actually working. And uh, but but because he doesn't have a a stepping off point of something to do, he's still working, which I think is totally fine, uh, quite honestly. Because I'd like to see this gentleman continue to live and continue to thrive. But it is something about, you know, if you're going to prosper, you know, you've got to put your hand to something. The other thing about the whole retirement thing, and I know I've kind of gone off on a tangent with this a little bit. But the other thing about the whole retirement thing is I, I've had a kind of a new mindset. I was listening to uh, Rabbi uh, David Lappin. And he, he made a statement that how the retirement is actually a self-centered, selfish thing to do. Because when you actually go and work, okay, when you actually go and put your hand to something, not only are you actually uh, revealing the potential that God has in you, 
but you are actually going out and serving your fellow man. And if you don't, if, if you, if you think that, Hey, you know, I've worked so much, I've worked, I don't want to go and work anymore. I'm just going to go and, you know, sip, uh, virgin, uh, Miami vices or pina coladas or peach pina coladas, whatever, all virgin, by the way, <laughs> uh, on a beach and just, you know, uh, not do anything. I think you're wrong. I think that it's a very selfish thing to do because you're not out serving other people. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just something that I, that I really do believe and can see. Well, getting back on track on, I don't even know how I got off on that right there, but I believe that every person wants to prosper. Everybody wants to, you know, make a significant impact in this world and put their hand to something. Well, if you're going to do that God's way, right now, you I want to I want to make sure you hear this. This is something that the Holy Spirit has just been wrestling around inside of me for the last, you know, really month, month, you know, really actually month and a half almost here. But I really kind of got a revelation of of this, and I really want to share it with you guys. That you know, you've heard me say it so many different times. That what did God give Adam? God gave Adam. God gave Adam three things. He gave him fellowship. He gave them an assignment, and he gave him provision. And I, I'm. Right now, I'm at a place. I just had a huge thing happen in my life uh, that where we finally closed out on several large assets uh, in my from my from my dad's estate. <clears throat> we still got other things that we're doing, but you know, just in regards to my dad's estate, we're we're pretty much done, and it was just a huge relief and a huge thing that happened in the month of June, and the Lord, I just felt like the Lord just, you know, because I, I started getting a little anxious, okay, I'm just going to tell myself a little bit, I started getting a little anxious saying, okay, well, what am I going to do? I got to go and, you know, I can got, I got to put my hand on something else, I got to, you know, figure something else out, I got to, I got to, I got to, you know, just stuff like that, that's just crap, right? And all I could hear the Holy Spirit saying to me was, Hey brother, just fellowship with me. Just relax with me. Just just be with me. Don't try to figure this out. Don't try to out out kick your punt covers. Just relax. Just fellowship with me. I'm gonna birth, I'm gonna give you your assignment. I'm gonna allow that to happen. All you have to do is just seek me. I'm gonna make you to prosper, not Tyler's hand, not not your own doing, not your own trying to figure things out, not trying to you know, do something out of your own will. Let me be the one to make you prosper. I'm reminded of Zechariah uh, chapter four. If you read it in the Living uh, Bible, I've got this on my bathroom mirror. It says, I believe I'm saying there, it is because of my spirit that you will succeed. And I believe that. Guys, you have to have, you have to have this focus of, you know what, man? I'm not going to try to figure my life out. I'm not going to try to set goals. I'm not going to set, 
you know, I'm not going to sit there and dream big dreams. Uh, the, the thing I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on seeking the Lord, fellowshipping with the Lord, and being right there. Now, guess what's going to happen? God's going to birth inside of you. God's going to, you know, give you desires that are going to be within your heart and are going to come from your heart. He's going to give you things to do, and it's going to birth, be birthed inside of you, okay? But it's all going to be hinging around that whole entire fellowshipping with him, doing exactly what Adam was supposed to be doing in the beginning, okay? Now, <clears throat> what one, one of the big keys I felt I feel like that we might be missing, and, I, and by the way, let me just say this, I don't have time to get into this, but it, you go and read, Second uh, uh, Chronicles chapter 26, and just look at all of King Uzziah's exploits. exploits. You know, <clears throat> what God did through him because he sought the Lord. I mean, there's some amazing inventions that he did. He was a man of the soil. He loved livestock and cattle. He loved uh, creating uh, different water, uh, you know, aqueduct. I, I mean, there's just a lot of things that he, he created different uh, machinery, he created different weapons of war. There were new inventions. I mean, there was a lot of things that he created. Go and read that. It is awesome stuff, what he did. Now, one thing that I want to point out right here is what it says in that verse that I don't want us to miss, okay? And I, I don't have time to go back and read it, but let me just say it this way. Along with, you know, you have you seeking the Lord, but you do have to have that. I'm going to tell you that you need you need a Zechariah in your life. Right? You need a personal Zechariah in your life. You need someone <clears throat> and I'm I know that a lot of my audience is dudes, uh guys. Guys, you've got to have another man of God that is in life where you want to be, that is a true man of God, that has a solid spiritual foundation that you can actually, um, that that person can inspire you, that person can, you know, coach you, that person can, you know, give you godly wisdom, godly advice. I've got one to two. Uh, you know, guys in my life that are that, that, that instruct me in the fear of the Lord. You know, you also need a, a pastor, uh, in your life that is a awesome man of God that will, you know, impact your life with richness of the word that tells the whole counsel of God, the whole word of God doesn't just sit there and say, Oh, well, that was back in Jesus' time. It's not for now. And dude, get away from those types of people. I tell you, mm -mm, don't, don't, don't even settle for that kind of stuff right there. But you need a Zechariah in your life, right? If God's going to prosper you, if God's really going to, you know, take you to, you know, really prosper you by you seeking him, then I believe that he will bring a Zechariah <clears throat> around you. And so that's my thing right there, guys. That's it. That's what I'm going to leave you with is all you have to do is fellowship with. Now, what is, well, let me, let me do that. Let me say that real quick. What is fellowship? What does that look like? 
What does it look like on a daily basis? How do you know that you've had a you've had a successful day? Great question. Glad you asked. All right. Here's how you know that you've had a successful day. Did you fellowship with the Lord? Did you fellowship with the Lord? Now I'm not sitting there saying, now watch this, hang on, hold the phone. I'm not sitting there saying, go and where you've got to, you know, lock yourself in a closet and you've got your prayer list out and you've got your Bible out and you spend, you know, three to five, six hours, you know, in your uh, closet, um, you know, meditating the word. No, 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 no. I fellowship, fellowship is when you're driving in your car and you've got some praise and worship music going and you say, man, Lord, I just love you. You're awesome. That's fellowshipping. Or, you know, maybe you're just, you know, that morning you were actually just sitting there reading your Bible for the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes of your day. That right there is fellowshipping with the Lord. Okay. You know, you don't have to sit there and have these long drawn out things. Just be very simple about it, but be intentional with, I mean, I no telling how many times, you know, probably throughout my day, probably about four or five times, you know, it might be more, I don't know, that I might just say, hey, Lord, what's going on? How you doing? You know, what's up, Lord? Or I might say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Uh, or I might be journaling, you know, I just might have a little time, I might, you know, in my, my journal that I have, uh, that I carry around with me everywhere, by the way, <laughs> um, I might just sit there and jot in, jot in that right there, say, hey, Lord, how you doing? Good morning. How you doing? Or, or good afternoon. Or what's going on? Or what's your thoughts on this? That's fellowshipping. It's not trying to, you know, be something that you're, that it's not. Okay. Um, you know, fellowship is just a very simple approach. God just wants a very simple approach. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Doesn't have to be over the top, uh, where you're spending five hours in your broom closet, you know, with the word of God. Nope, not not that. Now that can be if that's if that's what happens that day, but it doesn't have to be that way. Okay. So that's it. Fellowship. That's 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 fellowship with the Lord. You know, just in the, simply reading your Bible, or you know, maybe you might have the Uversion Bible app and you pop that on as you're driving to work. You've got a 30 minute commute uh, to your job. Well, pop on the Uversion Bible app. And, you know, maybe you sit there and you listen to the word as you're driving to the work. Maybe you actually have an app that you're going to listen to the Bible. We, here we are July right now. Maybe you listen to the Bible for the rest of the year and you just go through the New Testament. Maybe that's it. Or maybe you just have song, uh, Proverbs where you uh, read or listen to a, um, a proverb uh, every day for the next 31 days. I don't know. You, do, you choose. You fellowship how you want to fellowship. But again... It doesn't have to be this, you know, lock yourself in a broom closet and I'm just going to fellowship or I go in the woods and I only, you know, that's my only time I fellowship with the Lord. Man, you're really missing it. God's with you when you walk out of the woods. God's with you whenever you walk out of the bathroom. God's with you when you walk through that conference room, you know, to make your big presentation. He's right there. You know, there's no telling. I mean, I, I just had a real estate closing uh, that happened. Um, last week and as soon as i got out of my truck i was walking up the sidewalk to the to the door and i just said hey lord we got favor with this thank you lord for favor the favor of the lord surrounds me causes rules regulations policies situations purpose attitudes even my own mistakes change in my favor got favor thank you lord that was it that's me fellowshipping okay 
Hang on one second. So I want to leave you with that, guys. Don't make it more complicated. But focus. Focus on fellowshipping. Focus on being with the Lord. You've got to have the Word involved with that. So you do need to sit down or you do need to take the time to listen to the Word. Get good, godly teachings of great men and women of God. There are plenty of them. I could list off the ones that I listen to, but I'm not going to do that right now. But guys, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. By the way, men fail because of broken focus. Focus on that one thing, fellowship. That's all. That's how you know you have a successful day. Did you fellowship with the Lord? If you did, you had a successful day, man. And guess what? God's going to birth some great things and you're going to prosper in your walk. So know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You, um, you're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys and gang will catch you on the other side. Thank <laughs> you.